Hi, I'm Nicole. And I'm Shereen. And you're listening to Oh Lord, Here We Go Again, where we discuss hot topics, current events, and break down the Bible from a millennial perspective. So whether you're like me, who knows nothing about pop culture but loves the news and reads the Bible, or you're like me, who's opinionated on hot topics, unsure about religion, and on a spiritual journey using crystals and sage, then this podcast is for you. Hey. Hey, listen. Hey, <laughs> hey, how we're starting hey, off. Huh? <laughs> starting with it. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I just want to start off by saying, um, if you are a Trump supporter or just don't feel like hearing about our excitement and Enjoy. happiness, <laughs> um, you probably just want to skip this episode. No, come back I next think week. you want to listen to this episode and evolve yourself okay maybe hear a little bit about the other side you yeah. know we understand how you feel though oh 2016 yeah. oh yeah that was us definitely the depression the sadness thinking that the votes were rigged something went wrong Absolutely. hillary won the popular vote so how could he have won all the electoral votes just all of that oh yeah oh yeah thinking the world was going to end we were right almost but you know it, it was headed towards ending the only difference for you cheeto supporters are that um your depression and all of that will probably last mm, just a few months maybe maybe i mean you'll f- probably find something to be mad at because of course you were mad you were probably mad at obama too even though he didn't destroy the world but yeah. You know, we understand. We will accept you into the fold. There you go. You can come on over because realistically, here's the thing. I know we're poking the bear, but Biden is not a super liberal. Exactly. Biden is exactly. the middle ground. Biden is somebody you could get behind just like we could get behind because he is not going to make the country socialist. He is not going to do all yeah, of those horrible things. All your He's not going to tank say. the economy. He's not anti corporation now you're afraid that he'll listen to the liberal le- uh left more than he'll listen to the right but he's definitely not bernie sanders but you know what i would have taken a boot over cheeto <laughs> so here we are and i'm going to bask hey, in all of this happiness hey, and joy hey, <laughs> hey. honestly Biden's there. He's cool. He's not Trump, so I'm happy, but we need Kamala. To talk about Kamala. Kamala is the real is MVP of this. The thing. Yeah. Like it's one step closer to a woman being president. Yep. It's one step closer to a woman of color being president. These ceiling, these glass ceilings are being broken. Absolutely. And I am here. I am here for it. With my umbrella shatter. watching it shatter. Yep. Shatter. And I am excited. Literally, I'm I'm watching this acceptance speech and I'm on the social media and my friend said um, her daughter looked at her and goes, mommy, she's brown like me. Yeah. And I wanted to cry because you don't understand if you are not a person of color, the feeling that we get when someone who looks like us is in some kind of seat of power or authority like people thought we were being dramatic when black panther came out and it was lit right to see a black superhero actually break through and not just be a black movie but be a superhero 
And it's like, there are other superheroes, who cares? The Caucasian world doesn't care because everything looks like them. And so they're able to yeah, see it. Yeah, for us to have, to be able to see a reflection of, you know, how we look and it, it's on, it, it makes me speechless, honestly. I'm just oh, like, yeah. wow. What like, a cry. This can happen. <laughs> this is a possibility. This can happen for us. So it's so amazing. It's really so exciting. Um, honestly, I, for a lot of people, I think last night, um, you know, when Biden was announced, president-elect it was like you were hesitant you were like wait i'm is still this a little real? hesitant we'll get into that i'm still a little <laughs> yes, hesitant but um where i just immediately cried you know i was just so excited and for me it's a little different because when trump got elected you know i was like all right okay like well let's see what happens and a lot of people immediately were just like hell no what the you know like what what is he gonna do what the hell fear yeah there was a lot of that and for me you know I probably went a good probably three years being like well you know let's just see I'm rolling my eyes so yeah (laughs) she was not yeah it it was a lot of conversations about it but continue yeah so I definitely wasn't you know, completely hateful, but I was like, all right, you know, let's see what happens, whatever. Of course I saw more racist comments. And of course I saw people come out of hiding and I was like, Whoa, where did, you know, those feelings come from? I didn't know that you felt that way about black people. I didn't know you felt that way about, um, you know, immigrants or whatever the case was. And then the last years when I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. This man has brought out so much hate in people, I need him to go. So when Biden was announced, my immediate reaction was to cry. And then afterwards, it was such a huge relief. There was, I mean, the clouds just disappeared. The heaviness in the air went away. And just seeing all the excitement on social media made me cry even more to see how many people feel this way. How many people feel like, wow, for the first time in four years, I feel like I can finally breathe. Yes. Not to say that the work is over and Biden's going to fix anything, but there's hope to try to fix things and to move back towards progression instead of isolation. So for me with the 2016, I was not hopeful. I did not want to give Trump a chance. I have been following Donald Trump prior to his aspirations to become president in his media. I knew about him in his business deals, you know, somewhat. Right. And I don't want to say follow like hardcore follow, but I was aware of him. I was aware of I was a celebrity apprentice, Stan. And so as a president, it's not that I didn't think he could... Um, do certain things because he's a great con man and he's able to make people think one thing despite what reality is yeah you know and so I figured he would come in and and have this great following and have you know whatever but I was terrified of exactly what is happening I was terrified of the fact that people would start following him and putting him before the United States Mm -hmm. and the selfish mentality that he imbues and like 
you know, would allow people to be like, yes, this is more of what I want because America was moving towards like people feeling ashamed for having racist feelings because they were like, other people don't feel like this. Exactly. People feeling yeah. like, oh, they're going to get, you know, put down for hating others or right. for being selfish or for looking down on people. And it was like, that's kind of how it should be though. And they went, no, we can fight back. We have a president who is just like us and it's okay to be that way. It's okay to say the reason that, you know, your life isn't as good as mine is because you're garbage, not because of your situation, not right. because of your yeah, circumstances, yeah. not because you didn't have opportunities like I did, but you need to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, your garbage and forget anything else. I have no responsibility for you as a person. This is not a community. Deal with your own garbage yourself. Exactly. There were a lot of things that just became acceptable. Exactly. So this now for me, I'm still not a hundred percent there because Trump is still trying to deal with this in the court system. Oh yeah. And, um, not that I think they're going to find magical ways that he's going to become president per se, Mm -hmm. but I feel that somehow he's going to taint the system on his way out. Absolutely. That will not have it be able to be recovered. And then it's going to basically sow this idea that, our leaders are never legitimate. And then that's going to add to cracks that then can spur into what, you know, a lot of the radical right want, which is a civil war. Right. Right. And they want a civil war because they want that world back where white is right. And it's not all Trump supporters who want a civil war. Some Trump supporters just want a financial war where the rich can continue to be rich in this idea that the rich should pay their fair share is trash because they want to just pay their little bit of taxes and keep the rest. But there's a good amount of them that want that. And so that part scares me, but there's so much hope now. Like there is that we can turn that around as a country. Yeah. They, of course, you know, with Biden being um, the candidate, a lot of us were just like, well, I guess we have to go with him. You know, we weren't excited about it. Um, so the biggest difference with people who voted for Biden and people who voted for Trump and then became huge, like supporters, I think the biggest difference is going to be those people never held Trump accountable for anything. He just could have done whatever he wanted and people were on his side still. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that was like a ride or die marriage. These people were in with him. Like they're in a serious abusive relationship, but they loved it. Absolutely. Where with Biden and Harris, I, I do really think that we are going to hold them accountable for things. You know, this isn't going to be an easy ride. It's going to be worse for them because they're going to have the Trump, Uh, cult critics who are even when they do good things they're going to try to figure out a negative way to spin it there's just always going to be a negative exactly aspect and so you know for example we're going to rejoin the Paris climate agreement which is to save the world right from climate change and they're going to be like but you see they're wasting money because why can't these countries just do it by themselves like Get over yourself because we're working with other countries. Right. Get over yeah, yourself. Yeah, there are things that we saw that Biden is planning to 
quickly do. Yeah, executive um, order his way through. Yeah. And, you know, he has to do whatever he thinks is right. There was just one thing that I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about that yet, but... I'm going to say it, the Muslim ban. So (laughs) he wants to executive order, remove the Muslim ban. I'm all for it in a general sense. Right. However, right now, right now, which, which it might change though. Cause that's two months, three months from now. Right. January. January. Um, right now there are some radical Muslims who are, have been doing terror attacks in Europe. Mm -hmm. So to immediately to open that right open back that up. back up yes i'm not saying we should um ban all muslims forever because Absolutely trump was not. horrible for doing right. that and it is a religion it is a, a valid religion and exactly. we welcome our brothers and sisters however depending on how he opens it up is going to be the question Absolutely. and i'm also not saying we need to like frisk everybody who comes through at all but if to prove a point it's just like all countries come on over that's not going to be smart either yeah but i don't think he's a stupid guy so i think he's going to do it in a responsible way but i did have a thought because i was like wait a minute they're over there like stabbing people up and this is america where you could have guns all over the place if you are willing to wait two weeks so i'm gonna need (laughs) i'm gonna need them to do this in a smart way seriously another thing also is People who went to HBCUs are popping yes. off. All the HBCUs. They because she's a grad. Better go ahead and do so. Listen. Like she graduated from Howard. Um, Stacey Abrams, she graduated from Spelman College. And then the mayor of Atlanta, and it's at the tip of my tongue, Keisha, Keisha Bottoms, Keisha okay. Lance Bottoms. She graduated from FAMU. Yes, so women it's like in power. The HBCUs. I'm like, dang, this is why I wish I went to HBCU. Seriously, <laughs> learn the grass, grassroots community, yeah. and then also, you know, those who are a part of the Divine Nine. Mm-hmm. They are. I mean, the videos I've been seeing. It's just been bringing me so much joy to my heart. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. This is, this makes me so happy to see. Yeah, seriously. And one thing I've heard of uh, for Kamala specifically, regardless, like Joel, they talk about him reaching across the aisle right. and, and trying to be that centrist. And Kamala, I've heard even people who she doesn't necessarily agree with, she'll give them a seat at the table to at right. least hear them. Right. So, you know, she might be a little bit more on the liberal side than joe is but uh, mr then mr president biden is Uh, thank you yeah you better um, better say that loud and proud (laughs) but they're both still people who are about trying to find the best for all of america and not just this dog whistle of patriotic america which just basically meant trump supporters right yeah and screw the rest of the country like they're gonna actually try to make this better for all of america the only people who have to be afraid of this new president are people who make over four hundred thousand dollars a year like they're the only people who have to be afraid. but then so many people spoke out about that they were like you know what if you need to take more taxes from me go ahead if that means oh yeah the you know the the kind people for exactly and and the only fear 
that they should have is that they have to pay equal taxes because they're not even trying to take extra taxes from them. They're just like, listen, if you're going to pay 36 percent, you're going to pay 36 percent on all of your taxes, not just the first four or five hundred thousand dollars. Right. And so that's you know, the only fear. Tax credits and all of that. And there's or still those tax yeah, loopholes. I'm, I'm you know like, what I mean? You know, they'll so be fine. All of you people who were like, especially people of color who were like, my money comes before humanity, then guess what? You still lost. Boo yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Biden did his speech, first of all, when he came out jogging, Listen, I was like, he was like oh, energy. Sleepy Joe woke, woke up. up. <laughs> there is no Sleepy Joe tonight. He was so hyped. <laughs> he came out jogging. He came like, out hey. jogging. I was like, sir, run into the future. Better go. And when he, you know, he he had a great speech. Um, and when he said the part, when he slammed that podium, and basically said he, you know was there because of the black people here. I was like, Joe, I am glad you realize mm-hmm. the work mm-hmm. people all over this country put in to get our black brothers and sisters out to vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I love that Kamala and Joe recognized all of the minorities that came out the Hispanic vote other than Miami yeah um all mostly went to joe the you know uh black vote the um native american vote all of these i don't know if they mentioned the asian or asian american they did asian american vote all of these minorities recognize that it is time for this hatred and division to go away because guess what when trump was over here talking about the china flu and um, his supporters started treating Asian Americans like trash. They stopped right. eating at their restaurants, right. like all this kind of stuff. And, you know, the way they treat the Native Americans when they were going into their land and desecrating their land, the way they treat blacks, the way they treat all these minorities as if they don't count, they're not human, caging the Hispanic people. Yeah. Guess what? We are working towards ending that. And we put that vote together absolutely. and we said enough is enough. Yep. We are tired. Absolutely. We are human as well. And we will be treated that way. Exactly. And they actually recognized it. Absolutely. I don't, you know, they're not, they're not stupid. They know that there was a divide and they know that people were hesitant to vote for them and embrace them. They're not dumb. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, and people love to bring up, well, you know, look at the racial thing, you know, Biden said back in the 70s or this and that. And what people are not understanding is that for me, at least, I can see that there has been change and there wants like he wants change moving mm-hmm. forward. He is becoming a better person. He is trying to become a better person. You know, same thing with Kamala. They are willing to listen and grow. Yes. Where Trump, he has been racist. He still is a racist and he will continue to be a racist. Because he he thinks he's perfect as is. He will continue to make those remarks. So it's like, okay, a lot of, you know, different groups, they're like, well, you know, Biden, look what he did. He didn't do anything for us back in 1960 or 1980. (laughs) And I'm like, 
Yeah. We're in the 2000s. Look what your current president is still saying about you and your people. Exactly. Um, It's really sad because, like, for example, I'm going to use a word that's very triggering for gay, uh, especially gay men. So it's in a context and I apologize in advance because I know it's triggering. I grew up in an era where people called each other faggot as a joke and as an insult. And I'm not going to say I've never used it. I mm-hmm. was a child. I didn't know what it meant. Right. I just know you hear adults, you hear other kids saying it. And it's like, oh, you F word, right. you know, whatever. And people are just like, nah, man, nah, blah, blah, blah. As an adult now, you would not hear me calling somebody of course. that. Of course. Oh, we're in a tropical storm. So we apologize if you hear the rain. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Florida. So, you know but you wouldn't hear me say that. And, you know, I have grown as a human being and Joe grew up in an era where it was, you know, not that he accepted it, but there was racial tension beyond what we right now. It was worse than what we feel now, but it was acceptable. Like Donald Trump was trying to make it now. A hundred percent. And so a lot of things that he did, I'm sure he didn't think about, the racial ramifications because he was just doing what was of the that time. That was the normal at the and time. And they couldn't even find anything where he specifically did stuff right. against minorities. Right. It was just he helped to pass a law that happened to negatively affect minorities. Right. Versus Donald Trump who came out and said things like um, shithole countries mm-hmm. for black countries, mm-hmm. you know, who came out and said they're good people in the KKK. Like he I mean, there, literally there so did. He caged he said. the children, the migrant children, yeah. and he did five hundred kids. They don't even know where their parents are. You know, he basically yeah. defamed the, the Asian American. So there's yeah. so much that he's currently done that his supporters want to look past. That's unacceptable. And this vote just transformed that to say guess what it's unacceptable the sad part about this although i I am rejoicing not to my fullest extent it's still that 70 million 70 million people voted for this horrible human being i know it's like when i come down from my high i get to reality and i'm like wow but look how many people still went and voted he found more voters somehow he found more despite him being horrible it's like all the half KKK people who are like, he's just going to fake through it went, Oh, he's real. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I am in disbelief. And this is not an issue where I can be continue to be a friend to someone who supports him or, um, any kind of person who is a celebrity or whatever the case is, I just can't support anyone who still supports this man. There's, I, there's, no way around it for me. I just have, I have nothing to give to you. Um, it just blows my mind. It really blows my mind. And I've heard it all. I've heard every defense, defensive um, comment made back, you know, with why they voted for Trump and how they still love, you know, they're not racist. They support LGBTQ rights. Um I've heard everything and it's just like, but how? Yeah. I don't get it and I will not get it. Another thing are 
those, especially in the church, um, maybe a lot of Catholics, not sure about Christians, but I, I, it's something I saw with a lot of Catholics where they, you know, on social media, you know, they say they're voting for Trump. And of course, the number one thing is because they're pro-life. And I'm like, you are a one, one issue supporter. It's because you only have a problem with that one thing. So you're going to go and cast a vote for someone because of that one thing. And honestly, Trump really hasn't said that I've heard of much about the abortion issue other than he's not going to like he'll say pro-life but he doesn't really have a stance it's just mainly the exactly and as much as he listen this man has three baby mamas and he has over 26 sexual assault allegations I'm sitting here like and he never you don't think he ever forked out a little bit of money thank you for that situation to be fixed. I'm like, but, but you know we'll, what? we won't even say he Continue did do that. Listening to we your won't even pastor say, you know, and whoever. But my thing is, which I loved, there are some conservative people who I've seen in, you know, I, I've seen on uh, TV and stuff who said they voted for Biden. Um, and the way they reconcile that, even though they're pro-life is that they're pro all life, not pro fetus. Mm. And that is my main thing. A lot of these pro-life people who, and anti LGBTQ uh, people who are like, we don't care how horrible he is. That fetus is more important and not having, and worrying about what people do in their bedroom, but they don't care about the quality of life of people who are already on this exactly. earth. Exactly. They don't care about the quality of life of the fetus they want born into They're the like, world. They're like, just come be born and then you're on your and own. And you're on your own. We don't have any social programs to help right. you, even though the parents you were born to right. might not want you. And I will never adopt. I will so. not adopt <laughs> you, but go ahead yeah. and figure it out because yeah. I'm pro fetus. And I really feel like, you know, we need to, as a society stop calling them pro-life and start calling them pro-fetus yeah, it's true. because they don't care there are very right. few of them who do care about full life including the fetus and they all jump ship to biden right. because biden actually goes to church can actually quote the bible oh my he doesn't gosh. just hold it up in front of a building it's like this morning when you saw um Biden was going to church and Trump was going to play golf. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Trump go to church. I have never. Not once. I feel like even Fox News would be like, President Trump is in church today. He did not go at all. No. And so there's so much that I'm hopeful for, so much change um, that that could happen that I'm so excited for. And just the opportunity. I'm going to be watching Biden's cabinet, who he puts into positions of leadership in his um in his white house i'm going to be watching kamala and and things like that actually this trump has motivated me to potentially get involved in politics yeah and like friends and family always say they could see me doing that but they don't know that you know this uh former demon has (laughs) (laughs) awoken something that (laughs) might actually get me involved because it's very interesting to me and I follow it deeply because I know it matters. Um, and really quickly on my mm-hmm. soapbox, I think the reason it matters so much to me is because as an immigrant myself, I came here when I was like one or two right. from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But when people are born in America and they're born with the right to vote, mm-hmm. 
I don't think it hits them the same as, for example, myself. I didn't become an American citizen until I was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And it was because Bill Clinton did this amnesty thing where he said, um, was it Clinton or Bush? I'm sorry. I would have to look back. I think it was Clinton. I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Bush was when I was in college. Sorry, my, I'm old. Um, he did this amnesty thing and he said anybody who goes and fills out their paperwork can get citizenship and any children under them can get citizenship, which they do that in the United States periodically every so often. So he's not a special president right. for doing it. But I thought I was a citizen. I grew up here. I went to school here. I did, yeah, did everything like my brothers and sisters. And to know that when my mom said, oh, we have to get you sworn in. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. To know I could have been I deported. I was a citizen, yeah. To I, all of these DACA kids, mm-hmm. I feel them. Yeah. I yeah. feel them more than the average person because that was me. Right. That I could have just been removed from this country. And because of that is when then like Bush, became, you know, was elected a few years um, after me becoming a citizen and I saw this man sitting there with a book upside down reading to elementary school children. And I went, wait a minute. I need to use my right <laughs> to vote. It's time. I need a I vote. To, you know, there were two things in my life that made me go, holy crap. Yeah. And so um, I'm looking forward to the America in which more people realize like this, the yeah. way the way Biden slowly won with these mail-in votes and the right. slow counting. Right. I think that really was like a poignant moment where people went, oh crap, my vote matters. Because otherwise As- Trump, yes, yes. Trump looked like he won automatically. When you would see just by, you know, the thousands, Inches, like yeah. just increasing. And it's like, whoa, like my vote really mattered. This was the mm-hmm. first election. Now, mind you, I've only voted in three elections, but this was the first one where I was like, oh, wait, my vote actually mattered. Yeah, not in Florida. Even though not in Florida and, you know. But, you know, in other states. But still, but still, I was, you know, I still felt that. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, your vote really does matter. Oh, my God. Yeah. I I literally, you know, everyone who watched and saw it inching up yeah. and saw them counting. Of course, it was like torture. It was torture, but it literally went to, you know, he's winning somewhere by a thousand people. Yeah. My high school had more than a thousand exactly. people. My graduating I, class yep. was 690 yep. people. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like so you take a high school and that is the, the difference. deciding factor yeah. in who is the president yeah. of the United States. Yeah. Insane. It's absolutely insane. insane. And honestly, for the news section, for you all who are listening to this and, you know, might not follow politics as much as I do, they are, there are a few states, I think 12 of them, who've signed an agreement saying in the future, rather than the, elect, you know, electoral college and how many votes in their state, that they're just going to give all of their electoral votes to anyone who wins the popular vote. Nice. And so the electoral college will still be there, but this is a way to bypass that and just say, whoever wins the popular vote in the United States will get all of these. I don't know how, if they will stand up in court, all that that kind of stuff. But can you imagine if all of the states signed on so that way all votes counted mattered Yeah. Yeah. because it would literally be whoever the country wants with a majority is the person who wins. Yep. That's how it should be. It should be yeah. because Bush won. He lost the popular vote. Um, Trump won, lost the popular vote. And like to have a president who is in office, 
who a majority of the country does not want makes no sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I, um, <laughs> I've been posting so much on my Instagram. I'm like, you know what? I, I, sometimes I say to myself, I'm like, should we really be this petty? And I'm like, yeah, I am. I am going to be petty probably for the next few months. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been seeing pettiness for the last four years. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm returning the favor. Oh, yeah. For the next few months, I am going to be petty. They lost petty. and they're still being petty. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess coronavirus doesn't matter now. But yeah. when Trump was doing it, really? Oh, you're going to be petty and you lost? Exactly. Okay. I okay. am going to be big, petty, Betty. <laughs> and then afterwards, I'll be like, all right, let, let's get serious now about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get the work done. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of watching your growth over the last four years oh thank you no seriously um i'm, I'm oh, sitting here boy. and it's funny to hear when friends go to you to talk about political stuff and i'm sitting here like but am i chopped liver i know they're just tired they're like nicole been saying this whatever yeah talk to her. i'm we gonna talk to <laughs> i was oh boy i've come a long way <laughs> with my what i've but you did it thought and with all yourself like exactly. you weren't brainwashed like the trump people can't even give supporting documents right for their reasoning they're right. just like but this thing and you're like but there's no proof of that <laughs> yeah well i heard about it yeah. in somewhere like <laughs> i know if if this was a few years ago when people would come to me about what they're coming to me i probably would have just stayed quiet or i would have just yeah. agreed with them or whatever the case is and now i push back and i've been getting very feisty with people and i'm like who who is this girl like hey, brand new woman <laughs> i know new life new you um, so yeah the i with all of this can we just give out the MVP award to the news anchors and the hashtag chart throbs <laughs> chart throb a, they, a, the listen, ones who were like calculating out their calculators. Oh yes. my gosh. I, you went to sleep to them on TV. Yes, you woke, woke up, up to, to them. them on TV. I don't know when they slept. I'm, I feel like literally when did they maybe sleep? one o'clock in the morning, they went into a cot, in yeah, the back room. They absolutely lived in the studio. Wiped armpits and I'm jumped like, back on television. You guys deserve a huge vacation, Listen. a raise, mm -hmm. and please let me know what you were drinking this whole time so I can have some in the morning. Listen, that energy, boy. Oh my gosh. And anti-Trump anti drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, and the news anchors, they were just, I mean, they had to be there as well so much. And I'm like, all damn. the fireworks that were in London when Biden oh was announced, all gosh. of the church bells in Paris oh were for the news anchors goodness. as well. Thank you for your yes, service. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all of the world celebrating Biden. Yeah. Doesn't that say something? It absolutely does say something. The and world celebrated losing just, Trump. Yeah, this was not just an american problem this was a worldwide wide issue and america is so full of itself that normally i'd be like yeah america whatever it's right. all about you but this time it was real exactly exactly this time it was real yeah. the only people who were upset might have been you know all the dictators like russia uh, and oh, yeah. you know uh north korea like those people were probably like oh i lost my friend in america oh yeah because if donald trump acted the way he did when he wanted re-election can you imagine the oh, terror my gosh, if he yeah. had four years and nothing to lose oh. he would have declared himself king 
I'm convinced. Well, here we are, and I'm We're very on happy the about other it. Side. Um, and I did drink, y'all. <laughs> oh, I told you I every, would. Everybody hey. drank. <laughs> hey, I was lit. Everybody drank. Let's just hope that for these next few months, Trump can contain his anger and his pettiness yeah. and his pettiness. Yeah. And just do a peaceful transfer. And all of the FBI, you know they're on watch. Speaking of the peaceful. Mm -hmm. If you all have not seen the clip, please go back. Watch the Biden-Harris, you know, acceptance uh, speech or whatever. When the fire, right before the fireworks went off. When they popped the confetti. All the faces were They thought they were getting shot at. (laughs) (laughs) Those reactions... would have been under the podium i would have been like what the hell doug kamala um uh abide uh joe and jill all of their (laughs) yeah that was so funny they thought they were done they thought the proud boys showed up (laughs) they thought the kkk got there some alerts were sent out listen oh my gosh it was great yeah that was was good all right time for that bible breakdown So this time we're talking about Genesis 15. I feel like it's been so long since we did a Bible breakdown. It's only been yeah, like one week. I think just one <laughs> I know, episode. Like um, but so in Genesis 15, Abram is sad because he doesn't have descendants. And he's like, God, you're not going to give me descendants. So I guess I'm going to have to leave all my stuff to one of my servants. And God is like, no, silly. I'm going to give you a vision and I'm going to protect you and bless you. And I'm going to give you heirs um and look at the sky and see all the stars and that's how many heirs that you're gonna have in the future you know kind of like he told him he's gonna have as many as the grains of sand like he's this man about to spread his business all over the place apparently so uh abram god says you know but sacrifice these things to me so you know heifers rams goats doves pigeons stuff like that which i find to be interesting because when a person who does witchcraft sacrifices something or you know people like christians love to call it voodoo and all that kind of stuff but here go abraham about that burning all the stuff so i'm just saying y'all don't be so judgmental don't be so judgmental we don't necessarily cut chicken throats anymore (laughs) uh in present day uh christianity but don't go judging as if that never happened uh, then a vulture swooped down and stole a piece of meat from the sacrifice. So I guess that was a bad omen in, in Abraham's mind because then he dreamt of darkness for his descendants. Now this part is where I think it gets interesting mm-hmm. and where I'm bringing it into the black experience because he dreamt that his, his descendants would be enslaved for 400 years in a foreign land. Mm. And then God will punish that nation that enslaved them. Mm. And in the end, those descendants will re- um, reap great wealth. Now, oh if boy. that I don't sound I have th- <laughs> like some stuff that we can relate to. I was going to say, hmm, punish hmm. America. Hmm. <laughs> 400 years of slavery. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, I, you know, all of you, all of the, uh, the, the Christians out there, who are quote unquote quote unquote Christians out there who are all super Trumpy and anti, you know, liberals. Hmm. I wonder if you missed that section. 
I want to <laughs> make yourself feel better by throwing up verse Bible verses and stuff on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> that probably you haven't even read the Bible. You yeah. just like typed in Google quote about something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really found that. And so that, you know, yeah. really interested me that he dreamt. Mind you, um, God gave Abraham, uh, Abram. Oh, that's another thing confirmed. I think we might've mentioned it in another one. Abram, Abraham, you know, same, same person. Yeah. But he gave him the borders from Egypt to Euphrates. So now these are my brown, these are our brown brothers and sister ancestors. Conveniently, you know, Egypt <clears throat> in Africa, mm-hmm. um, that his descendants 400 years. So I'm just going to leave that there. Cause that's the end of. Uh, Genesis 15 but with this whole Biden Kamala having Obama as president you know uh, people of color really becoming active and not standing for this enslavement whether it be physically or mentally anymore just tired and it happens to be around 400 years since we were brought from somewhere to the foreign land yeah well 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 no wonder 2020 has been 2020 is bringing the bible <laughs> to life that's all i'm saying oh, break it boy. down break it down <laughs> um so yes go ahead and read that love that comments about that let's talk about that so the historical fact for this week is about the electoral college and how it's rooted in slavery mm-hmm. so essentially when you know, white voters back in the day, only white men could vote. But the men of the South wanted more power and more influence. Right. Because there were more white men in the North per capita than in the South where they had plantations, they were spread out. Right. So they developed this plan to get themselves more power by saying, okay, let's make the votes based on population rather than on eligible voters. And so the slaves were counted as three-fifths of people. So when you have hundreds of thousands of millions of slaves and they're all counted as three-fifths of a person, but they don't have the right to vote, their voting rights now lie in those few white farmer plantation owners. But they had the electoral college numbers behind them. Yeah. So they would be able to vote. And then the white male northerners who might have a smaller population of actual people they had their certain number of electoral college votes but that gave the few southern farmers more power because they were able to use their slave bodies to boost their electoral college numbers without actually having any rights to vote themselves the slaves so even the electoral college that now you know a lot of history remove the idea of slavery from it and they're just like no the purpose of it is to let the farmers have you know in the midwest to have a a say because if we just went back to popular votes all the densely populated cities where you know millions reside would vote in their own interest and they would be the ruling say in the in the world we can't do that to the small farmers because then these places you know like utah wouldn't matter anymore because they're not as densely populated but really it all started with slavery 
Yeah, so I do as know usual, that it did start with slavery. In American history, they take out the fact that right. these right. institutions were built on slavery and they try to rewash it as yeah. this like, no, it's about the poor farmers in the Midwest. No, this was about Southern plantation owners having more say and having more power. And so in a today moving out of history i feel like we should just get rid of the electoral college yeah, a lot of and have people the popular want vote. to get rid of it a lot of people are like no we need to have the popular vote but i do need to look back and see how many presidents presidents were elected who did not get the popular vote okay i i do need to look that up i'm, I'm interested to know how the ratio of that is um yeah, but yeah i they, they need to get rid of it i mean exactly especially these days i mean it's like if just like they need to get rid of daylight savings time (laughs) that would be amazing so many (laughs) countries do not recognize that but yeah so that's that history more fun from slavery so if you're like us we are going to continue celebrating oh my gosh (laughs) especially when it hits you i think once it hits you you're gonna break out the gin whiskey (laughs) once this hits me uh, listen i Y'all might not even, I might not even be consolable by the time this hits. I'm going to cry, laugh, cry, (laughs) dance, cry, laugh, dance, cry. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Right now I'm celebrating. I'm super happy. Um, And even this tropical storm that's trying to come for us in Florida is not going to get me down. Heck no. I was out there running around. It could be part like a hurricane party. It would be, But also election party. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, you know. Go celebrate. Go celebrate. Have a drink. Have a few shots. And be hopeful for the future because we are moving in a beautiful direction. Absolutely. I am looking forward to episodes that do not have anything to do with politics. Oh, my goodness. If I don't hear about politics for the next four years, I will be very happy. Yeah. I want us to go back to talking about thotting and hoeing and and sugar daddies. All of that stuff, which we will get back to. But we just had to and stress eating. Yeah. Ooh, we need a stress eating uh, episode because uh, between the pandemic and this election, Child, the amount of pounds that have been gained. But we are not going to talk about that's that. An, maybe that's <laughs> next week. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. You can find us on all the socials at Olaud Podcast, and you can email us at Olaud Podcast. That's O H L A W D Podcast at gmail.com music by rage and find us and rate us on itunes spotify and everywhere that you listen to podcasts thanks for listening bye bye peace